Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Hey guys, we're using Poshmark and you should too. Do you have things that you don't wear anymore? Poshmark is seriously the easiest way to make room in your closet, make some cash, and also snag a bargain. It's the coolest reseller with the best brands like Lululemon, Nike Reformation, and Gucci for up to 70% off. DJ Khaled has a closet and Serena Williams. Download the app today. Enter Podcast 10 when you sign up for $10 off your first purchase on Poshmark. Another day, another unknown. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat. Whatever happens, Comcast Business will keep you ready with a network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. Well, in this half, uh, the decorator, Peter North, porn legend, comes in and shares some really interesting stories with us. Also, the news coming up as well. First, there's Geico. Do you own, do you rent your house? Well, you do one or the other, right? I mean, you got to do one or the other. Maybe you do both. Maybe it's a different property. Maybe you want to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your automotive policy. Geico makes it easy, and it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could be saving when you bundle at Geico. That is geico.com. And now, a totally innocuous word that sounds dirty when Mike Dawson says it. Peter. Ew. Let's get back to the Adam Carolla Show. Peter North, uh, porn film legend, I think we would call him. Retired, but has over 2,500 credits as an actor, 74 as a director. Good to see you again, my friend. Good to see you. Um, I was reading here. I'm, you were in the, I don't know, is there golden age of, of porn? You know, like I always say to people, there was a golden age of heavyweight boxing. Yeah. You know, people yeah, no. remember the I, I, mid-70s. I get you on that. It, it, I think there was probably, I wasn't part of the 70s, but I think the 80s and 90s, everybody liked the 80s and 90s a lot more. And people are going back to that, that are, are watching these new films and stuff like that. They're going back to the vintage stuff. Yeah. And that would be the golden age, basically. Was it, uh, I grew up in the San Fernando Valley. I remember, you know, I went to the Sadie Hawkins dance with Christy Canyon's sister, Carla. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she asked me, was I going to say no? Carla Canyon? (laughs) Yeah, she had an Armenian last name, I I think, as I I recall. Yeah. Um, So I I remember, Mm. like, living here and and when all this shit was going down in the 80s. uh, Where were you? You started off in Nova Scotia? Yeah, basically... um Halifax, Nova Scotia. I, I I came out here in eighty one, eighty two. You know, I didn't. I it wasn't on my radar to get into anything in particular. I just came out with a two month return on my ticket. If I got a job in, within two months, I would stay. If I didn't, I'd be going back home. And I happened to get a job at the uh, one of the last Jack Lanes health clubs that existed, and uh, just. Went on from there, you know, different jobs from, you know, um, insect, you know, cleaning guy and, and basically just sales for health clubs. And I, I just there's so many jobs I did. But the thing is, I wasn't legal for the first part of the you know time I was down here. So I you were uh, under 18. Well, no, no, and he no. didn't have a work oh, not visa. Legal. I didn't have a le- legal oh, you didn't work have visa. A so green basically, card or work visa. So. Yeah, I had to. Uh, 
Well, the amnesty came around at that time, around I think eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine, and I went through that. And that you know they don't get uh, any kind of back taxes or anything on you. Yeah. They they kind of just you know get you in and, and make sure they tax you for the rest of the time you're here. So it's, it says here you were discovered while while modeling athletic wear at a private party in L.A. in the uh, early eighties. And by the way, Peter put the Jack and Jack Lalane. By the way, I couldn't <laughs> let that joke go by. Uh, is, what's the story behind that? Um, actually, it it it, uh, it was kind of similar. It's that's pretty correct, you know. In a way, there's there's more to that whole. There's a whole backstory to that. And the Do tell. <laughs> and the people who uh, were involved in that, um, you know, they uh, they were in in the industry, but on the other side of the industry that we discussed, I think before, um, as far as like some of the uh, gay movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, not being my preference, but you know, um, I owed them some money, and uh, we took care of the debt, and they turned me on to uh, world modeling. And uh, they said, you probably could do well. And I said, why not? I, Did, uh, you remember your first uh, scene, uh, boy-girl scene? You remember who that was with, where you were? Like, were you nervous? It was pre-Viagra. Interesting so thing, yes. It's absolutely pre-Viagra, yeah. Um, it was on Mulholland Drive on at a house location overlooking Universal Studios. <laughs> I do remember this. There were people laying out naked you know on the deck so i I thought okay just lay out and it got comfortable it was very comfortable right from the beginning to me for some reason and then there was like three girls and myself and another guy that were to work with the girls and uh i won't mention his name but he had he had problems so i had to carry the scene with the three girls Uh and i basically randy west (laughs) no (laughs) try uh try biff malibu Biff Malibu, <laughs> that guy's a consummate pro. <laughs> you don't sully the name of Biff Malibu in the studio. You keep that name out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, so basically I was just, I had my hands behind my head and I said, this is work? I mean, it just, it was, it just, when you, when you start, and that's the whole big thing, I, I talk to like other actors when they start, if they come out of the gate really good, they'll have confidence. I've always had confidence anyway, because if there, I had an issue, I had no problem getting myself an edge. Uh, I could do it with people. I wouldn't want people to be quiet and all this kind of stuff. I said, Do, keep doing your thing, talk, you know, and stuff like that. So basically that was the first, you know, and, and when I did the pop shot, I guess that, um, pre- that director, he got on the phone and it just got around. Like I was being booked like way more than I could even attempt to even try. Right. Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin Barry. <laughs> <laughs> you know that new sound? <laughs> Wow, so uh, Biff Malibu's loss was uh, the decorator's gain. Yeah, yeah, they just thought it was a little volcanic eruption there. Um, they just, I, I didn't know any different. I had not watched a porno movie in my life, and, uh, and I, I don't really watch my stuff, but uh, I, yeah, had never watched a porno movie in my life, and uh, I just didn't know it was abnormal. So, you know, uh, Peter. Uh, claim to fame as the abnormal amount of ejaculate that comes oh, wow. out of his yes. penis yeah, and good. ultimately good. lands on the actress and sometimes the sound guy <laughs> there had to be there had to be protocols like did those guys show up like they're at a Gallagher yeah. concert yeah. 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 The oh the Gallagher yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Damn. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've, I've, now, were there actresses <laughs> who were like, I don't really want to work with Peter because of this uh, unique gift he possesses? I just had my hair done. Yes. There yeah. have been a few girls, not too many, that, that you know just said, you know, not in the eyes and stuff like that. And, and I basically tell them, I really can't control the aim on this gun. You know, it, it goes off and just, you know, so a lot of times it's over their head or past them, which looks impressive, I guess. Yeah. You a know? warning shot across the back. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I getting... end up hitting directors or other actors. <laughs> I mean, Scorsese well, yeah. on the next line. There's a, there's a list of casual. <laughs> there's a list of casualties out there. You know, maybe I'm getting, maybe I'm showing my age, but now when I watch some of the old vintage porn. I feel bad for the homeowner because they got a really nice sectional <laughs> sofa and nobody's laid a furniture right. pad no down. Guard. There's nothing going on. Yeah. And you just see the guy just blasting <laughs> off. It. And it's clearly not the house of the porn star. Oh, yeah, or, no. That's a set. Or the 21 year old runaways right. banging. Right. That is somebody's nice house somebody's living room. in Malibu Location, yeah. or up, in, up off of Mulholland. <laughs> yeah. And some, pla- some damage done. Some places will, will have you cover their. Furniture and stuff like that yeah. on some of those, like, like some of the locations that you've actually used in mainstream movies too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think there was one place we sh- uh, shot at. It was like uh, Harrison Ford did a movie there with. Uh, but not at the was. same time. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be. I want the audience to be confused. <laughs> so uh, you are now. So this is like kind of out of Boogie Nights, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So uh, you do the first pop shot, and the guy literally pulls his you know head out right. from behind the viewfinder and goes, "Holy scratches. shit!" And then that guy gets on the phone, and then they go, "You got to work with this dude, or this guy needs to be in your next film." Yeah, I was going to do I, that. Yeah, that's Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, they were booking me seven days a week, and I had to take. I took weekends off. I wanted to be normal. Like I went down to the orange, you know, behind the orange curtain in Orange County, and t- tried to separate my life and in, in, to normalcy in, in a way I could and took weekends off because a lot of my friends had weekends off. So I just, you know, I turned down like a bunch of work, but it, it kept my sanity, basically. How much recognition, like street recognition, were you getting at the very beginning versus the sort of height of things um, versus now? Like in in a weird way, you could... You know, there's lots of celebrities. It's hard to keep track of all the guys who played Spider-Man mm. over the last <laughs> 10 years. I might not recognize the last guy right. who played Spider-Man right. if we're in a restaurant. But if Ron Jeremy walked in, <laughs> I would definitely know it. I yeah. could probably smell his musk before sure. he even turned the corner. Sure. That's for but sure. I would I would tend to recognize I might recognize, you know, Christy Canyon or Ginger Lynn or something like some of these the household legends. names, right. some of these legends. More than celebrities, in a sense, because there's there were less of them. There was this like core of like eighteen or that's twenty true. people. And they, yeah. That's who who they were. Right. That's yeah. all there was. Yeah, the the recognition I think really started um, after the first year, and girls I dated in my personal life kind of was saying, "You're really popular." <laughs> I know a lot of people. I guess you know. I played it down. Like I, I kind of you know. Oh, I wish I was that guy or something like so that. So many yeah. people from Nova Scotia out here in Orange <laughs> County, boy. And um, after a couple of years, it was a little. It started getting a little crazier because, uh, like, I didn't really tell my friends, like my buddies in in California, never told them, and they they saw something and they said, oh, you know, they 
flipped out and kind of like we're cool about it. But my friends back home didn't know in East Coast of Canada, and they basically said, "Wow, look, you're doing well. Do it. Keep doing what you're doing." You must have had situations, especially when it was kind of wild west. Like I always say, the best time in history is pre-AIDS, mid-Coke. So, yeah. um, so AIDS doesn't exist, and Coke is good for you, and that's going to lead <laughs> yeah. to a lot of debauchery. Yeah. Um, there must have been stories of guys wanting to pay you to bang their wife or just chicks knowing who you were who are like civilians who just yeah, – just like – you know, Mike Tyson needs a bodyguard. And you go, why does Mike Tyson need a bodyguard? He's the baddest man. Of life. Because guys at a bar want to fight Mike Tyson right. just to say right. they blew Peter North. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Totally. Well, yeah. There's got to be some way. of those stories. Yeah, there actually, um, there's a few of those. There was actually, there's probably more stories of me losing girls or girlfriends or girls I've dated because of that. Um you know, it's just hard to relate to. You have to be pretty open-minded or something like that. But I've had uh, some girls. I think one was on a Dos Equis, uh, poster, um, and she was at the uh, some bar and basically uh, kind of uh, wanted to get together, and we, we got together, and, and it was it was crazy, and it was absolutely fantastic. And she, she said afterwards, she goes, oh, my God, she should be a porn star. And after oh, she didn't know you were She porn? didn't know. And we did it like all across, throughout the house. And it just yeah, and and she, but there. And then she told someone at the bar, and then they so they knew, and so they wanted to kind of like, they were curious. Mm-hmm. The curiosity ones were the. But I'm talking about knowing you're a porn star. Oh yeah, I mean you kind of hear these stories, these whispers of like some high-end female models who for a million bucks will have sex with the, you know, Shaw of whatever, mm, the, the flown, guy from right. wherever. Yeah. Like, there, there's that world, right? Sure. I mean, just, you know, it's uh, not on the books. Everything but for sale. People's got cash. Yeah. yeah. Was there some of those? Um, I've had, like, you know, on my internet site, the, uh, for the longest period of time, PeterNorth.com, I had, uh, they had a guest book. So people would write in and stuff like that from every country, everywhere. And uh, I remember particularly this one guy from Texas said that uh, he, his wife is, is, is hot. She's gorgeous. She, she wants, you know, she wants to be with you while, you know, while I'm watching and stuff like that. I understand that. I get that. You know, that little voyeurism. And another guy was getting married in Chicago, and he said, I wanted to, you to be with my wife before I got oh. married. Oh, wow. That's a risky little game. I yeah. know. I, I got a lot. Was she tight? <laughs> <laughs> Both those things never happened, I, by the way. I don't feel like that marriage stood the test of time. Not built to last. Or is it the ultimate marriage? Maybe it's the Maybe they were the, living the lifestyle. You know? Or maybe he just wanted to bang Nina Hartley. Mm. And he was like, hey, <laughs> turnabout's fair play. <laughs> yes. I'm always curious, uh, and I'm sure you, are, you could write a book on this. What is it like? What was it like when the camera turned off in terms of being professional on a set, working with the women or the men you're working with? Was it uncomfortable? Do you just turn off as soon as the camera's off? No, I'm just I'm just me. I'm, you know, I'm this regular guy from Canada that just happened to be able to have like the ridiculous pop shot and do what I had to do. You know, so it was like it, it, a lot of a lot of sets were like were professional and and basically to the point. You know, and I wasn't one of those 
creepy guys that want you know wanted to date the girls afterwards right. and stuff like that. I didn't have a reputation for that, even though I did go out with a, a couple of girls in the industry uh, a little bit, but didn't have that reputation because I had you know I went down to Orange County and kind of separated the two lives. It, it, it's kind of that's what uh, my documentary is about, yeah. kind of humanizing Peter North a little bit, where he was fighting you know to be in one world. And and be in the other world at the same time, which is very difficult. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger in True Lies mm. with Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's 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 um it's a it's riding a fine line. We it's we were able rope. we were able to get paid. I mean, it's an industry where you know Christy Canyon's going to get paid more than um uh, Malibu Rumstein, <laughs> <laughs> whatever his name was, Johnny. Johnny Biff Malibu. Biff Malibu. Biff Malibu. Biff Malibu. Yeah. I mean, Biff Malibu is probably not sitting pretty right now on a huge nest egg. I don't know. Maybe he got into producing, but he did. Okay, he did. well, good. I always he did very well. Biff would land on his balls. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but were you getting paid that kind of money back then? Like, were you getting the female superstar? No, no. no. But were you? But you were getting paid more than the fellas. Many um, of them. They a lot of times the studios uh, they had their their rate. Oh, that and, was it. Yeah, and 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 there was like, um, you know, there was you take it or you know we'll get someone else basically. So you weren't under contract with. No, never got never was on, and I didn't want to get contracted. But uh, I think I made the money when I became producer myself. And the distribution, that's where that's where the money's really made. Where's it at now? Because it seems I have no clue. It seems bizarre because <laughs> it seems like you can just go on the internet and watch right. free porn all, all day long. So where's the money? Well, my internet company because I did really well on the internet, more than what I expect. You know, for a, a male performer, I mean, you take Jenna Jameson. You know, she's going to knock it out of the ballpark, um, but. Uh, we we did really 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 well on the internet, and we you have to kind of like work with the piraters. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of give them some some so many minutes to show, mm. as long as they can they it's directed to your site. Mm. So Smart. You kinda, yeah, you kind of like you can't pretend they don't exist. Yeah, everybody was trying to race them out, and, and they had like we had two companies that that was their thing. That was just their thing is to go after you know piraters, and they were just like cockroaches. They're like everywhere. And uh, it just kept going on. So just kind of work with them. And I think that's where everybody kind of leveled that playing field a little bit. Do you have any good stories about um, you're doing a scene with a first timer and halfway into it, she says, I can't do this. I got to leave or loses her nerve while she's getting her makeup put on or starts crying in the middle of it. Something good. Um. I don't recall anything like that. I know that I, you know, we we talk before scenes and stuff like that, and I would talk to different girls, and I say, you, you, you know what you're signing up for, because there's going to be ramifications. You don't <laughs> think that someone's going to know someone that knows your father. Or Ramification be a damn good I series. Ramifications <laughs> thirteen, kind of like that movie I did, uh, Ram O. Oh, oh yeah. that's good. Reminds me of the great, late great Dick Rambone. It was, it was a five foot poster, um, stand up poster with that. <laughs> Ramo. Did you ever Dick talk? Rambone is still in the business, along with uh, Biff, Pete, Malibu. Biff Malibu, Biff Malibu, FM Bradley, 
and uh, Frank James. Oh, wow. Uh, Just to name a few. You know, know, yeah. I know. Frank. I I talked to Ron Jeremy about Frank James once. He's like, oh, he was um, part American Indian. He used to drink a little bit. He got a lot lot of control. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I think Frank James was Jesse James' brother, maybe. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I, I got to figure out where we got. Gunslinger? <laughs> yeah, I got to. I got to. FM Bradley was Field Marshal Bradley, the guy who won the, the desert campaign for us in World War II. Stolen Valor. <laughs> Stolen Valor. He was a huge black dude. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, there was. Uh, oh, Rambo. Ram. Oh, oh, we're looking oh, at the cover yeah. right now. Karina Candy Collins, Evans. Candy Evans. Candy Evans was. Oh, yeah. You like her? Oh, yeah. Well, you have anyone you didn't like working with other than Biff Malibu? <laughs> there wasn't really anybody I didn't like, but it, it, you know, like a lot of times you do scenes, it ends up being like their scripts, you know, and I, people don't believe that, but they're scripts. And you kind of like, you're a character in this, in this movie, and this other person's a character in this movie, and you may happen to be in about six different movies, and you're working with the same girl mm-hmm. because she's that. Either your wife or your secretary or this or that. So it's kind of like, yeah, that kind of got a little old. Was there any, ever anyone you said, I can't work with her, like on your no-fly list? Um, No, actually, yeah. Like an easy going Trish guy. Malibu, actually. Right. <laughs> Mr. Biff. Oh, funny you mention that because on IMDb, Biff Malibu's wife is listed as Buffy Malibu. Oh. I love that. Well, let's not forget in the name department, Buffy Davis. Oh, yeah. Buffy Davis was a famous porn star who got her name from Buffy from Family Affair. Oh, wow. The The wholesome sitcom? (laughs) Well, you have to think about it. If the the right age, I think Tracy Lords was Jack Lord from Hawaii Five-0. Wow. Well, if you you think about the shit. So if you're older now... And you grew up watching TV shows and just seeing all the names of the people right. on the TV show. And then and then I was going to go with Peter Brady if I ever got there. Sorry, <laughs> Peter. But the, the point is, is now it's 10 years later and you got to pick a name. Well, that's what's You're in not here. going with the great composers right. from the 16th century. <laughs> like you're just watching TV being ignored by your family. Right. So you go with Buffy Davis. Yeah. What other good? Give us some good names from uh, from the past. Um. Seymour Butts. Oh, well, That's he did good, the. Yeah. Did he do the producing he, he did or show, something? He did that Showtime. I think he was on Showtime for. Uh, right. But, yeah. There was mm-hmm. Rocco Stiff Ready. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Rocco. I don't think sure. that's his name. Rocco <laughs> Stiff Ready, right? That's mm. not, not it? That's not it. Oh. It, it? I think it's Stiff Ready, not that I know. Oh, mm. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, I think a lot of people weren't crazy about like someone who, who was obvious with a name. It's like, you know, Buck. Naked or something oh, sure. like that, you know. Sure. When Played I out. when I did my, I think I it was my second movie when I I came up with my name is basically um, having lunch and it was on a big production actually probably a two hundred two hundred fifty thousand dollar bu- uh, budget on that um, Caballero or something like that. It was mm-hmm. Swedish erotica. It was like in the, um, John Leslie was one of the main characters, great actor, um, and uh, Herschel Savage and a few other you know directors and producers and actors and uh i was an extra on that and i came up with the name you know 
okay, you're Peter. They call it a Peter. Someone showed me a Peter heater uh, in the wintertime one time where it was a sock that goes over your... A Peter heater. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, okay, Peter, and when you're erect, you're going north. So, And I'm from up north, so... Perfect. Just saw all the, the pieces were there. So it was, it was pretty simple. It sounded natural. You know? It's believable. It's, it's believable. Good, yeah. yeah. Wow. Did the movie uh, Boogie Nights like struck you as, as true to things you experienced or observed? Or did you find it fantastical or a mix of both? Um, I think it's a little tighter on sets than that. You know? I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't. Yeah. It, it, some sets were a little bit crazy. But uh, I remember uh, being on one set where... I guess Tracy Lords wasn't in that scene, but she was doing her own thing in the in the bedroom with a couple couple of guys and um, a couple of actors, Tom Byron and uh, I think and didn't Tom. Well, he, finished, did, he, but he dated he dated a little he dated Tracy Lords a little bit at the beginning. Did, didn't he? Wasn't there? I don't know what doc I was watching about somebody who had AIDS but didn't say anything. But there Mark was Wallace. An issue. Oh, that wasn't Tom Byron. It was Mark Wallace. So those two were like. The two guys that were in before me that were always on every set. Mm-hmm. They're very reliable. You know, they they want people that are reliable. They want guys that are reliable. I mean, Randy West was reliable. He wasn't big in any any sort. But he was <laughs> but he he was reliable. Well, it's it's interesting because it's true when you see like Randy West in a porn movie, you go, "Why is that guy in a porn movie?" And it's like because yeah. he's prompt. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what you're looking for. And he's and yeah, he can do some good acting. He actually got. Was, he's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we had him on the Man Show. Yeah, and he actually was. Um, I they asked me to be on the uh, um, uh, with Bill Maher on the uh, Politically Incorrect do mm-hmm. a little skit, mm-hmm. and I had committed to a project um, or a signing or a radio thing. It was already in. It was already when I'm locked in on something, I I, I won't change that, and I, so I missed that. Um, that gig and Randy West got that, and then Sublime wanted me on on, on a video, <laughs> and I missed that gig because of uh, I had you know other bookings, and Randy West got that project too. <laughs> and we had him. I'm pretty sure we had him on an episode of The Man Show. I just remember singing his name mm-hmm. on a bus to Pahrump. I think I remember. Randy I remember West. that thing. Uh, was it was it Griffith Park or or what park was that? We did the uh, oh boot camp right. for the uh, adult thing. We did uh, we did porn. We did f- uh, fantasy porn camp or something, <laughs> something like, like that. that. You and Jimmy. Yeah, I remember. All I remember. That's a bad idea, actually. I remember. Oh, it was hysterical. <laughs> I remember that bit. Maybe we can. I don't know. We can find that, but. Uh, all I remember is we had to shoot until dark because um, there was a scene at the end where we were all sitting around the fireplace, or not the fireplace, but the fire. Right. Like we were camping. Campfire, yeah. It was like a, and we had to shoot it with some porn actress who had some scare. We were telling ghost stories. <laughs> and she was like, well, one time I had to do uh, uh, a DP with two Puerto Rican guys. And everyone was like, oh, like, well, that was a, that was a joke. But I had to go to Loveline and go to work yeah. that night. So I was like, I got to be out of here at 9.35, Ooh, probably at the latest it. to hop in my car and hustle to uh, Culver City. But I, it's funny. The thing I remember most about a lot of shoots is having to leave. Right. <laughs> like, oh, I, I, I heard it? you on the radio getting back with uh, Dr. Drew talking to you about how, how it was and stuff like that. Yeah, that night. Yeah, yeah I like, did that with drunken pilots. They were at LAX, and it was like 9.32, and I was like, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> so we did that a lot. Um, sorry, Brian, you got something? 
Right, yeah, all right. So we sung the song, taking a tour bus with all the Man Show crew. So go, Randy West, Randy West, and everyone just sung it. Randy West, Randy West, because that's what you do on a bus. Yeah, that's the Randy West song. Sorry. Um, sorry. I, I'm curious. You seem very affable, professional, easy to work with. Was prompt. There, prompt. Prompt on time. Was, after all oh, of these. Oh, the story behind that. Okay. <laughs> was there ever, was there ever anything you said, I can't, where was the line for you? What were you not interested in doing? Um, I was, back then, I wasn't really big on doing anal scenes because the, the girls had trouble you know, I, they signed up for it because they get paid more. But, right. you know, you got to do what you signed up for. And it's like, I'm like, you know, it's taking forever. And I'm like, okay, let me take a break, get get the edge. And, and you know, it's like, it was, it was, yeah. It was, so that was a, more, it was a, literally a pain in the ass for you to deal with. Yeah. I mean, it really, it, <laughs> but, was, it wasn't it, worth it. It gave me that mind thought that, you know, like, God, I'm not really into anal, I guess, because... I don't remember where we were. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think, Max Pata, uh, John Leslie. I remember John Leslie, but there's the other guy I always forget who was in the same of the same ilk. Jamie Gillis. Jamie Gillis. I knew I could count on you. Crazy for Jamie Gillis. (laughs) Jamie Gill. There was a weird group of avant-garde sort of New York porn star guys who didn't look like porn stars. It wasn't like all buff and shaved and tan or anything. Not not a big hog. Like alt porn stars? He was actually a taxi driver. <laughs> Jamie was? Yeah. And and they were like kind of Jewish looking guys from seemed like Bohemian guys from New York. Like they like they seemed Elliot to, Goldish. What was the appeal? Elliot Goldish seemed yeah. to be kind of the artist of. They were in for the art of it or something. They weren't porn stars like you think right. of, right, of yeah. a traditional porn star. Yeah, but um, Jamie used to. Wait, Jamie's into like a slow motion rough trade. Like it was like that's specific. Like, have you ever that's been, a good way to describe. Have you ever it, been yeah. raped by a tree sloth? Yeah. Like he, he would be doing this thing where he'd like kind of close his eyes and he'd like oh, come here, he'd like be pushing the chick's head like to her his groin, sure. but it wasn't like he was smacking or slapping yeah. her. That's or very any. very accurate it's a, description it's, of it's him. A slow very motion, accurate. right? And so I took note of that because uh, I have hyper vigilance, you know. Right. And you I noticed, I noticed that Jamie, <laughs> it's, like, it's working for Jamie. It's like it just—it seemed weird to have a guy who was into rough trade, but a very slow, like an elderly rough trade, like just kind of mumbling at his eyes closed all the time. And so I said, I think it was Ginger Lynn. Ginger Lynn came into Loveline, and I said, uh, "This is one of my. This is not. This is not one of my favorite porn-related stories. It's one of my favorite all-timers. Mm-hmm, you know, transcends. Yeah, and uh, and and I said, uh, you work with Jamie Gillis, right? And she goes, uh, Yeah. And I go, seemed a little rude, a little rough, a little out of bounds, or something <laughs> from the way I saw it. You know, I was only watching a back then a twenty-one-inch, you know, right. Sony, but." Uh, Seemed to look across the line a little bit, and she was no, no, Jamie's a sweetheart, great guy, perfect gentleman. I said, really? She goes, yeah. 
Oh, one time he tried dry anal rape on me. <laughs> and I was like, wow. In a gentlemanly way. Yeah. He is very polite. He is very polite. He's yeah. very cordial and polite. Well, she worked on Ginger. But, uh, she forgot about it. Yeah. Wow. There's the great Jamie Gillis and uh, Ginger Lynn, and I don't know who the other, who's the other girl in the picture. I'm finding out. <laughs> well, we got Peter here. I can't. Come on. I can't. <laughs> I need some glasses right now. Um, were there? Uh, did you look forward to like a Christy Canyon scene, oh, for instance? Absolutely, absolutely. I love Christy Canyon because she's hot. I she's mean, fun. And yeah, she's nice. Yeah, she's she's just the and I like like good size naturals. Mm-hmm. And so, thank I, you. Yeah, <laughs> but what did you ever like it a little too much? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, oh. we got to get through the scenes right. here. We got to go you through could the compulsory. Yeah, I was focusing a little bit too much on the on the breast for a period of time. Was, you know how the they do they shoot we shoot about I don't know thirty forty minutes and they they edit that down to anywhere from twenty to twenty four twenty five minutes. Mm. Uh, the other girl in the picture was Karen Summer. So okay, if her okay, kids yeah. are listening. <laughs> to, mom, to mom with the great uh, Jamie Gillis. Uh, Dick Rambone, uh, you should know, retired in, uh, in 1987. I feel like he had a few few more years left in him, but mm. all right. yeah, going on top. So, he appeared something in like 92, but as, just as Rambone. <laughs> Not Dick Rambone? No. You ever work with Dick Rambone? No. Really? No. I feel like you guys are in the same era. I, I, I did a movie with... Um, I guess John Holmes was in it, mm-hmm. but it was like one of his last movies. Mm-hmm. But I never ran across them because I my day of shooting was a different day. It was, I think the movie was called Dick Man and Throbbing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, that's good. <laughs> that's gr- real and, good. Um, he was there on a different day, and that it was a time when you were it was illegal to shoot in L.A. You could sell all the movies you want in the Valley in L.A., but you, you, it was legal to shoot. So I guess the SWAT team raided the place after the day after I was there. I wasn't there for I was on two different sets that they got raided after I, I my day. So it was it was a little bit crazy. Jizz body outlines on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> they traced them back. Well, speaking of that, uh, you know, they have rules for airline pilots. Like, you know, you can't fly twice in a 12-hour period or something. Right. You have to sleep for eight yeah. hours. Hazardous. And, yeah. Do you have the same, you know, cock-related rules? Couldn't, could you do two scenes in a they, day? They, that was the thing. They, they were, um, if you were good enough, they'd always book you two scenes in a, in a day. And if you're doing five days in a row... It gets to the point, it started getting to the point where I was like, I could hit it against a rock and I wouldn't feel it. You mm-hmm. know, I said, that's why the weekends off were, was, was pretty good. But then I started working weekends and just, it just fell upon whenever the schedule was. So, um, yeah, they don't, if like there's one, a couple times I've done three scenes in a day and that is, is pretty tricky. But if you're with the right girl, it's, you know, you can, you can pull it off. The, the person that I always thought that, was probably one of the best performers in the business, and to this day, still think he is. Is TT uh, Boy? Oh, TT Boy, sure. Yes, mm-hmm. he. I, I've seen TT Boy. Hold on, looking him up. I've seen him do four scenes in one day, and we call gated when someone comes out of their pants hard. He mm. gated it on the fourth scene. He wow. doesn't even like getting blowjobs, and, wow. and he's like hard. Hold on, he doesn't like getting blowjobs. Yeah, not wow, that much. The, the honeymoon's over with TT yeah. Boy, but but I don't he like still with, with his mind, he's just yeah. 
Now, that's modern-day T.T. Boy, but olden days, T.T. Boy looked like he was half black or something, he's, he's, or Hawaiian uh, or something? Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Ugh, and that. he's got that pot Puerto Rican blood. And actually, the uh, couple uh, professional um, boxing trainers said that he missed his calling. He could have been a champion. Could have fucked of- one of the greatest champions <laughs> of all time. <laughs> <laughs> T.T.? No, that's still, I don't know. That, uh, maybe that is T.T. Boy. Follow-up question. Were you Batman or Throbbin? Or were I you w- the poker? I was. <laughs> uh, good one. I was neither. Come was on. Anyway. No. I just, you know, I like to keep my scenes simple. Like, you know. The, the diddler? If you're a main character. Brian, please. I had a, I had a, um, a script that was. 50 pages long and a lot of I was a doctor in this thing and a lot of it was doctor jargon it was like it wasn't just your layman's right. terms of speaking and it was like okay and, but I had a knack for remembering my scripts so um, and people would be still reading in the green room and I'm, I, I'd take the script away from the, the actress and I said okay let me give you your line you, you, you tell me back you answer me back and basically she would, she would get it after doing that a little bit oh, wow. she had to because you're still reading before you go on, on camera. You're not going to get it. Right. So that, yeah. Did you or do you know of anyone who insured body parts? Is that a thing or is that just a I heard, tale? I heard some guy from London, um, some white guy from London insured his 12-inch penis for a million or, or something like oh, that, a wow. million dollars. T.T. Boy yeah. in, insured his nutsack. <laughs> That guy was an unbelievable performer. He's a, he's a hero. I'm going to need more T.T. Boy pictures because I'm not pulling up the right ones, apparently. Like T.T. Boy, I don't know, from back in the day on the on the screen. Oh, I thought he had an afro, but maybe confusing him. No, that, I don't that know. doesn't look I'm like out. T.T. Boy to me. But not maybe. the T.T. Boy you know. No, but on the other hand, you know, it, it gets it gets blurry to get all your F.M. Bradleys and your Rambones <laughs> and your John Holmes's eyes and all the T.T. Boys. And Can you settle another urban legend that we all think exists? Okay. There's not really a fluffer, is there? There wasn't. No, that's... I didn't think that's, so. Yeah. I mean, what a job. I mean, before me, I don't know, but... But you're you're but I, you're look, expected I mean, what, to take what, care of that. What actress would accept some guy getting you know fluffed from another girl to be able to do something with her? Oh, that would be insulting. Mm. Yeah. Very insulting. Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. thought I mean, about that. Damaging psychologically. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see. Yes, we'll see if we can find a picture of TT Boy. For that's the picture I saw. I I don't know. I don't know if Peter can. Uh, yeah, that, that's him. That was him. All right. Well, that was T.T. Boy. And Not the T.T. Boy you remember. I was confusing him with uh, some some other great, some other uh, legend. <laughs> um, all right. You want to, uh, let's see. Hold on a second here. Got a spot to do, and then you can uh, hang out and do some uh, news with us, uh, Peter North. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me tell you about uh, Hyundai Tucson. They've questioned everything. It's great. The best Tucson ever. Every inch of the all-new Tucson has been completely reimagined, resulting in an SUV loaded with innovation inside and out. From design to technology to safety, every aspect of the new Tucson has been improved and completely redesigned. There's a, a digital key, which allows you to use your phone as your spare key. So uh, that's a nice piece of technology. Also... There's a 10 and a quarter inch uh, full touch infotainment screen, LED daytime running lights that are uh, stylishly hidden in the front grill. I've been uh, all over this uh, Tucson. I hung out in it for a while with uh, Mike. We marveled at the technology, but the styling's really nice as well. So uh, you can go to Hyundai. 
com and learn all you need to know about the new Hyundai Tucson. All right. We will take ourselves a uh, quick wheel. We have Camp Spreading Eagle, which oh, was... Which was which was the bit? It was the man show bit? I haven't. I've never even talked about this bit, have I? This does not sound familiar. I would remember <laughs> yeah. this. So this is a uh, basically a, a summer camp with porn stars. <laughs> summer camp with porn stars. That's right. Now I heard the camera adds ten pounds. Uh huh. How many of those go on the penis? <laughs> <laughs> Save it. All right, bend your knees and stand on the balls yep. of your feet the way Peter and Amber are doing. <laughs> nice job, guys. And remember to always keep at least one hand on your hip at all times. <laughs> hey, Kimmo, Corolla, you think this is funny? I want you to drop and give me 20 pelvic thrusts. <laughs> now! <laughs> Not my pelvis. Now, how long does it usually take before I become a coke fiend? Like a couple weeks? I'm sorry, just real quick. It's oral, oral, missionary, doggy, wheelbarrow, oral, anal, oral, money shot? Money shot. <laughs> no, any girl versions? Because I don't want to hurt anybody. Oh, I remember this scene. Jeremy, I'm taking you out. I'm Jeremy. You're done. Hit the showers. Don't take me out, Coach. I got plenty left. No, you don't. <laughs> I did watch that scene, actually. Excuse me, Mr. North? I'm your biggest fan. Do you think you could sign my penis? Oh, no problem. <laughs> Maybe I should uh, just initial it. <laughs> <laughs> and hanging from the door was a bloody meat hook. Oh. Hey, I got one. It was a dark and stormy night, just like tonight. And I had to do this double penetration scene with these two Puerto Ricans. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Dear Mom, camp is fun. Very fun. The people are nice. Very nice. Can I please stay an extra week? Jimmy, Jimmy, Ron Jeremy's making s'mores. Oh, man, you got to see this. I'll be right there. Love your son, Big Jim Bonewhacker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good. That's good. That would be so fun to shoot. It was work. Don't uh-huh. Peter knows. <laughs> we hired Jimmy because it was prompt. Right. All right, uh, wait, do we take, take a, a break? break? Oh, we'll take a quick break, come back with the news right after this. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting, you want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. See just how much you could save at Geico. That is Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Give me the news with crack. News with Gino Grad. Breaking viral. Weird crime protest politics. Give me news with Gina Grad. Stuff they saw on TMZ. Joe Biden. Come now. Big news with Gina Gina Grad. 
News with Gina Grad. Well, let's do some Olympic news since that is right around the corner. There was there was mumblings of this, but now it's official. There will be no spectators at the Tokyo Olympics later this month. Olympic officials made the announcement citing safety concerns uh, amid, I hit that word, amid an increase in the spread of COVID-19 variants across the country. Only 15% of the people have been vaccinated there. The announcement in also... Japan? Yeah. I, I actually heard a podcast about 16? how... 15. Oh, my. 15%. Um, there was a couple of reasons they gave, and I don't know if it was – I could be I could be misremembered, but like, like a mistrust of the government, a mistrust of things moving too quickly and just cranking this stuff out, like culturally not into it, and, and not, mm. not a lot of vaccinations available there. It just kind of – they did so well that they didn't oh. really worry about it. That's interesting because here I think I heard a stat that uh, Asians were the highest vaccinated rate. It, it, it just goes down. American, along, you're like yeah, yeah, all all the same lines you right. hear about for uh, median income and education. It was the exact same thing. It was like mm-hmm. Asians were number one, white people were number two, Hispanics were number mm-hmm. three, and black people were number four mm-hmm. in terms of our groups right. of getting vaccinated. Corolla is at number five. Right. I'm at five. <laughs> the announcement, but we had Asians at number one. Well, very under vaccinated. There follows Japan's prime minister declaring a state of emergency, which is now in effect through August 22nd. Imagine, at least I've never been there, but I've seen plenty of footage. You don't see a lot of real husky Japanese people out there. Mm. So I feel like if this thing's it's hitting a culture, so, well, <laughs> not, a, not everybody on the street. They are, but then everyone, sure, everyone sure. else in the arena is pretty svelte. Yeah. And I, I, I imagine if it's hitting people that are heavy set. The thinner cultures are going to survive a little better. But well, there's been a lot of protests there by Japanese people saying, "Like, we don't want everyone coming here. Like, we're we're trying to get this under control." Mind, also, they're an island, you know. Like yeah. Australia right. did exactly. well, New Zealand did well. I feel bad for the sprinter, the American sprinter. We're going to talk about her right thing. now. Oh, okay, Shikari Richardson. Uh, TMZ reports that she, her Olympic dreams are officially crushed because we knew she was out of one event, but now she's out of both events. This is following her failed drug test. The U.S. track and field officials left the fastest woman in America off the 4 by 100 meter squad. Um, and as you said, this happened despite the fact that the 30-day suspension will end before the relay race. She's 21, by the oh, way. Well, she'll she, be Bad. Oh, yeah. She tested, and I have a clip of her you're going to like, uh, tested positive for marijuana after the Olympic trials last month, accepted the one-month ban. Um, the story is that she found out her biological mother died. She knew the rules, but she needed to take the edge off. She tweeted right after that, I am human. Uh, I turns- felt it sad that we had to put biological in front of mother, like yeah. she found out. Right. But, um, there, I don't know what her situation well, is, is, but it's now sad that people have to find yeah. out they're biological. Yeah. They have to do this. Like, I met my biological biological dad when right. I was in the fourth grade or whatever that there's sad footage of her winning and then running up to the stands to <clears throat> hug her grandma mm, so I'm biological assuming, I'm assuming she might have shouldn't people just be able to smoke pot these days no they should not not according to the uh well Biden when they caught him off guard and asked him said that that may change but <clears throat> she did flunk and mm-hmm. when asked about how she feels about this I I thought of you because boy did she not point fingers? This oh, was her, I love it. Yeah, this was. I love a little 
and I'm tired of all the externalization. Like, yeah. this, I got fucked, and this is bullshit, oh, no. and this is racist. This and, is the opposite. This I was know. her response on the Today Show. Um, just honestly, gorgeous. Ooh. I want to take responsibility mm-hmm. for my actions. I know what I did. I know what I'm supposed to do. Um, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm allowed not to do. And I still made that decision. But um, not making an excuse or looking for any empathy in my case. But just however, being in that position of my life, finding out something like that, something that I would say is probably one of the biggest things that have impacted me positively and negatively in my life when it comes to dealing with the relationship I have with my mother. So that definitely was a very heavy topic on me. And people don't understand what it's like to have to... Our people do. We all have our different struggles. We all have our different things we deal with. But to put on a face, to have to go in front of the world and put on a face and hide my pain. Um, like, who? I don't know. Who are you? Or who am I to tell you how to cope? I mean, and I should have I should have given you a trigger warning. I did forget there was a smoke detector in there. How can you run in those eyelashes? That was the that was the big thing after we saw her run. Like we need to get her a lash glue sponsor because amazing. Yeah, uh, now that pot's ubiquitous and yeah. sort of decriminalized and legal everywhere, just pull it off. I'm not comparing human beings to horses, but. Didn't we find out that, you know, like if people smoke pot and and I'm actually kind of uh, paraphrasing something that Mo Kelly on KFI said, um, if if people smoke pot for cancer or for whatever, for pain relief and remember that that's outlawed with horses because they could, you know, hurt themselves. You're pushing them harder than they should go Mm -hmm. because they don't know they're hurt. Isn't it kind of the same thing? Yeah, I, it's just... I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure I, out... Hey, look, it's either an advantage or it isn't an advantage. Well, and if it's not an advantage, then you can do it. You can yeah. drink alcohol. That's not an advantage. Right. But if you want to cope with the death of your biological anything, then you can drink. I absolutely agree. But it was so interesting to hear anyone have some sort of a counter argument. <laughs> well, it's, 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 old, it's an old school thing that you don't hear anymore, which is... I am sure they tell everyone, do not smoke pot. You have to drug test. And that's still on the list of banned substances. So you know the rules. She knew the rules. And in a very rare instance of internalization, just said, I knew the rules and I shouldn't have done it. And she even caught herself halfway through and said, like, something like, you know, how would you, you know what? I don't know how you feel. Everyone's different. I mean, just a class act. Yeah. So she'll be back. Uh, an autographed Steph Curry rookie card sold for big bucks, setting a record for highest price paid for a trading card. It's been graded mint A on the mint scale of a? 1 to 10. Uh, 8, blo- sorry. Peter, you want to blow up the internet? <laughs> I get that card. I pay 725000 bucks for it. We lay it down and you desecrate it. <laughs> We, we could bring sell it that from mint. We would blow up the internet. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sell that NFT. It'd be viral for sure. That's viral right. load. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the autograph. I don't know how they do this. So the card is mint A. The autograph on the card is gem mint ten. Oh, the even most, better. Yeah, uh, the highest grade possible. Now I'll give you. Actually, I won't. I won't. There was the second previous highest recorded car was LeBron James earlier this year. How much do you think this one yeah, went I take for? that, LeBron. Hmm. I don't know. 
Well, I'm just thinking of a whole series of Peter North beats off on. Oh. You know what I mean? That's good. We'll go with the Quran at some point. No, and then you no, and I no, have no, to, no, no. We have to go no. into exile to go for the rest of our no. lives. You know what I mean? We, there's <laughs> well, a whole no, bunch bad, of stuff. That's a terrible idea. Uh, well, I'm just saying it, it, things are, you know, I'm a, I'm a creative type. What is that, you know? Sweeps things, Week? Yeah, coming to my, yeah, we do that during Sweeps. Jesus. I'd, it'd be, it, we could blow up the internet. Yeah, that would be a big thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking of the stuff. Oh. Didn't you do? A, didn't you have a story about Mike Trout's card going for like a million dollars? I think a year so. Ago? I'll say I'll, I'll go with Adam's guess and say seven hundred twenty-five thousand. Okay. Mike Trout, not a bad poor name. Mm. Yeah, that's true. A trout big? Well, bigger than my dick. That's true. <laughs> We'd have to th- throw mine back. <laughs> Yours is more bait. Adam Guppy. <laughs> Anchovy. Um, I'm just going to go uh, 1.3 million bucks. Okay, Peter? <clears throat> well, I guess. I'm right there around one, two. Well, you guys think this is a fire sale day at the auction house. It went for $5.9 million. Wow. wow. And LeBron's card went for 5.2, which was the most ever, and now he's been beat. So there's something going on with like the memorabilia. Like, oh, yeah. Is it, it's the economy. Is it just, is it everything is digital now? We We're want through the looking casual. glass. This is like a real life NFT. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Before we right. even needed an NFT or knew what that was. Oh, this is the price of nostalgia. I mean, the guy is still playing in the league. I mean, it's it's crazy. I have an autographed uh, Clay Thompson jersey in my house. I, I, mm. I'm not saying it's five point three million, but well, bring uh, it over. I want Peter to <laughs> no, take on. a look at it. No, just part of the show. You can <laughs> ride it off. Yeah. <laughs> you can ride it off. I think I lost my taxes. <laughs> uh, Lil Nas X, are you familiar? I'm sure Natalia likes him. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he triggered some online criticism for kissing a male dancer during his performance of Montero, Call Me By Your Name, at the BET Awards at the end of June. Oh, is he the gay cowboy? Correct. But according to TMZ, with all the online criticism, only three were actually directed to the FCC. For comparison, Cardi B and Megan The Stallion's Grammy performance of WAP and J-Lo and Shakira's Super Bowl halftime show uh, inspired more than a thousand FCC complaints. And if you missed it, because you're not always watching uh, the BET Awards, I think, this mm-hmm. is this is whatever. Some people were up in arms about, but nobody told the FCC. So... It was a dude kissing a dude. Yeah, it's Lil Nas X kissing one of his backup dancers. Mm. The big, it's the big finale. Oh, sorry, is Lil Nas X gay? Yes, Brian. Well, I don't know. How, I don't. I don't know. How much? Uh, what kind of kissing? Uh, I would love to show you. Passionate. I would say passionate. Mm-hmm. I would say it. Wait a minute. There's for... gay backup dancers now. <laughs> come on, Gina. You've come a long way, baby. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It, it has that Egyptian Michael Jackson, like, remember the time? Like, everyone's in Egyptian stuff, and I, maybe we're not seeing oh, it. Oh, the one with the Magic Johnson? Yeah, it has that vibe. Um, but at the end, he plants a solid kiss. And uh, My favorite I, part of is that the Magic Johnson video? Yeah, where yes. he showed and up? Iman. Because I loved it, because Magic Johnson came up and went, Behold! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Magic he finished off. He the dialect coach. He just said "hoed." Okay. Well, I guess they don't have it. I'm not sure what's going on. Should we move on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I, I, be- I believe you. I believe you. I'm so well. glad you weren't claimed by this situation in Alaska, mm-hmm. Adam and Chris and Dawson. Glad this didn't happen to you. A grizzly bear 
has pulled a woman from her tent in the middle of the night in Montana and killed her, according Mm. to wildlife officials. Fox News reports that the victim, 65-year-old Leah Davis, Loken of Chico, California, she was on a long-distance bike trip and she was attacked. She was killed around 3.30 in the morning before fellow campers in a tent near her were able to use bear spray to ward off the 400-pound animal. Bear has not been located, still at large. Uh, and here's the thing. Grizzly bears have run into increasing conflict with humans in the northern Rockies because they're protected and they can't be hunted. So they're getting oh, kind of brave and they're yeah. multiplying. But I think they'll kill that bear. Oh, that one, yes, they will kill. But in general, um, this has spurred calls to elected officials in Montana and Wyoming and Idaho trying to lift this protection so that oh, they can call the population. Yeah, It's got to be... If you're that bear, I mean, I wonder if the other bears catch on. Mm. You don't want to <laughs> hang out with that bear. You know what I mean? Like right. if that bear's like, well, I just ate this old lady out of her tent. You want to go down to the stream and no. catch some salmon? I'm like, yeah, go on ahead. <laughs> go on ahead because somebody has to kill that bear. But how do you find, how do you dis- dis- discern which one's I which? Don't, I don't know, but I just got back from Alaska and they were like, well, these they're hunters. We were at a guy's house who's like, yeah, if you got a bad bear, like you got a bear that keeps showing up and getting into people's stuff, they they got to go kill that bear, and they just hire this dude, and he either he knows which bear it is, or he just kills a bear and right. goes, yeah, yeah, we got He's it, good. <laughs> we're good. Thinking about the Michael Jackson video, Peter. Did you ever do any exotic uh, themes, like you know, Egyptian or Old West, or you know, some, some weird production? Would right. dress up in a costume in, in a movie? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. We've what was done... the weirdest? What were some of the weirdest? Well, um, I know the most difficult one was uh, being underwater with a regulator and having sex. That sounds what? very dangerous. Like it's a control. It was a controlled environment. It basically was in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and okay. it was like it about was. ten uh, ten foot deep uh, oh, uh, container. And there were two girls that were on a plank up above, and I had a regulator, so they would come down i was amazed at how well they held their breath i was like blown away but uh that was probably the most interesting and most difficult because i I was moving around too much underwater they didn't weigh me down enough right so i had to put my feet under this chain that went across the bottom to hold myself in place wow and yeah it was just it, it worked we did it wow yeah. Those girls probably got mega UTIs. Because one would go up, <laughs> one would go up to the board, and another one would come right back down. Wow. It was, it was, it was a goddamn professional. It was a different. The, yeah, the, I guess this is what this company does. They do it in swimming pools and, and stuff like that. But that's why controlled. we all know their name. Yeah. I wonder if that's what our snuba equipment really was used for when we went snuba in oh, Cozumel. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's perfect. Uh, we got a. Well, I'll get into it tomorrow, but I had a threesome conversation with uh, Mike Lynch oh, yesterday. Once so we got to get a staff poll on it, but we're running late today. But we'll we'll get into it uh, tomorrow. Oh, good. Hmm. Um. So just so we can all. Say, I mean, Peter, you're very open minded. You've done a lot of things. You're professional. Um. There is a real doll out there for everybody, and if you have an older man fetish. You're going to want to direct them toward the Real Doll Company. They are now making realistic, elderly male sex robots, uh, complete oh. with wrinkles and gray hair and <laughs> other signs of aging. Just whatever you think that colostomy <laughs> long balls. I don't know. It's being constructed specifically for a client who requested it, but they're willing to do more. But I, I 
But the whole thing about the sugar daddy mm-hmm. is you have to put up with the gray right. pubes right. and the male yeah. pattern the baldness right. and the gun in order to get the car. <laughs> That's right. But if if the real doll costs you money, yeah. you know what I mean? The but where, it's a fetish. It's like going to work and not getting paid. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, but some yeah. some people might be into this. Might be their thing. It's it's got to be for dudes though. This is no there's no female that's in to the male. I, I this don't. This is a male real doll, right? Yeah, this is like a grandpa. Yeah, that's for dude. Everything that can't be explained is for gay. That's how you <laughs> know. For like, gay. You know, who's, for gay. Okay. For gay. So you go. Who's gonna? What woman would? What woman would pay to have sex with a? The answer is no woman. No woman. Well, I can't yeah. imagine a real doll being requested by a woman because. Women aren't women are pretty it's pretty easy. If you want to have sex, you go have sex. Right. So you Prove might be it. onto something. You're right. Understood. Thank right. you. Um so, uh, no not sure how much this is, but regular real dolls go for twelve grand. Oh, That's I know an a investment. guy. I know. You a guy. got a real doll guy. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I know a guy. Um yeah, I, I thought we had a picture of him, but we might not. But uh yeah, he is he is realistic. My feeling with the real doll is, I, yeah. where do you stash it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can put a vibrator and a shoebox up yeah. in the closet. You know, you can take your porn DVDs and stash them in your magazine sure. or whatever and under the bed or between the... Where do you stash a real doll? Do you go the other way? You don't stash it? You go like a lawn jockey? I just, you, know, you park like, it you out? You lean in. That's what I'm saying. Like, like fine, I'm not going to hide this. This is who I am. Well... There's your guy, by we're the way. Look, we're looking at the guy. Trail. Yes. God. Who's the guy that does the TD Ameritrade? He looks like that actor. <laughs> Sam Watterson. Sam Watterson. Oh, he looks exactly no. like Sam Watterson. Mm. Peter, you ever have a uh, mold of your dick made? Yeah. That was a quick yeah. <laughs> of course. Actually, Chasey Lane was the first uh, person to have that done. Mm-hmm. And then um, Jenna Jameson and myself did kind of around the same time for this mm-hmm. one company. And it's, 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 it's way too difficult. I mean, because like you say, um, there's no, I don't think there was Viagra around at the time. Well, maybe Viagra, but I, I didn't take any, but Cialis or anything like that, or even having a girl on the phone talk dirty to me or something like that. <laughs> Just something. Yeah, how do you keep it because that way? Because you get an edge and you're in a room with like um, these uh, Latina women with uh, lab, lab coats, <laughs> right. white lab mm-hmm. coats, and it's so like, sterilized like production yeah. yeah like a medical uh, situation and so they have a tube with the rubber uh, at the base of it and it's about a 12 inch tube and and it's i don't know what the girth of it it's a pretty big girth that they pour once they they put it on you once you're ready to go they pour they put it on you and you got to wait like five minutes to solidify to get the accuracy of the veins mm. and this and that there's no way the five minutes I, I had to do it like i don't know how many retakes we had to do on that but I, I heard the same thing from Rocco Sofredi that they had to do it a number of times wow and it didn't come out it came out somewhat accurate but the size didn't come out but whatever who's gonna know yeah How is, it, is it a big seller I think the one that squirted was a big seller you, <laughs> put, you could put pina colada in, in the balls or, and, and stuff like that or and just squeeze, squeeze them and, and if you're having the yeah. kids over for the fourth <laughs> pina colada in the balls <laughs> oh my god and uh but do you ever feel like I'm not a superstitious man? But do you ever feel like at night you're asleep and maybe some guy's got a hold of your replica cock and he's doing something insane with it? You know, and all of a sudden you just feel a little, Voodoo. You know, a little yeah, like a little he's putting a pin in it or putting up his boyfriend's <laughs> ass or something, and you just 
just wake up a little, I could feel a little something down there. Never crossed my mind. Never, never thought. Mm. You know, mm. think but you about get a, it. you get a piece <laughs> of the sales. You want yeah, that happening? Yeah, we we did. I, I know. I think everybody did a kind of a buyout a little later on. Not too because mm. I didn't trust the, the company that much. And, you know, so what? You don't <laughs> trust the company that would replica cocks from <laughs> coked out porn stars oh, in San Fernando well, Valley? Well, Chasey what? Lane did it the wrong way. Yeah. I mean, she just wanted people to sign up to her her, her site and stuff like that. She she could have she could have made like over a million yeah a million dollars on hers and they told and the guy told me that and I'm like thinking okay as, as much as you complain about the way they pull the mold on the male porn star the female yeah. porn star is no picnic I either about with that. The yeah. a lot of I think they do I think they do the the, the ass and and the, oh wow oh the so they just you just rig. basically sit in it until it I get yeah from I what I'm seeing that's what it looks back. like oh. yeah I don't know. Chasey Lane was pretty hot. You guys remember oh, Chasey Lane? Chasey Lane? No. You ever work with Chasey Lane? Yeah. She was good, right? Yeah. I mean, I look at it like Ginger Lynn and, and Christy Canyon and Tracy Lords were the 80s. Mm-hmm. That's, that stood out. Then you got uh, Jenna Jameson, Tara Patrick, mm-hmm. Chasey Lane, and maybe some of the Vivid Girls, Janine Lindemeyer or something like that for the 90s. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Janine Lindemeyer was the one who was married to... Jesse James. Oh, Jesse James. Yeah. Oh, okay. In the uh, Blink-182 video. She she's on the cover. I think she has the album. I think she's the mother of his child. <clears throat> oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesse James. What about Frank James? <laughs> Any relation? <laughs> did Jesse James in real life had a... I mean, not Jesse James the outlaw. Did, was his brother Frank? I think it was. It's kind of a weird low what self-esteem is, move. Remember yeah. Sandra Bullock was with him. <clears throat> Yes. Oh, that's right. That yes. Yeah, that, that was, was that bizarre. was sad. That was a sad situation. <clears throat> yeah, but amusing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Chasey Lane was hot. Yeah, that's what I. Uh, she yeah, big blue eyes, brunette. Yeah, she was definitely hot. Yeah, she was uh, good looking and fine, Chasey Lane. You know the uh, uh, we were talking about the love boat much earlier in the show, and the, mm-hmm. the PTA woman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. looked a little Ginger Lynn. Yeah, that's some ginger Lynn. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But uh, yeah, Chasey Lane. Um, oh yeah, there's oh, Chasey wow. Lane. Oh my, oh my, it's a good looking lady. Is this ginger Lynn? Because this is what came up. Uh, that's ginger Lynn as of last Wednesday. I see. <laughs> that wasn't the ginger Lynn. She's an all American, all American blonde girl from you know. Oh, okay, this ginger Lynn. That ginger okay. Lynn. Yes. yes. Yeah. I see. Yes. Good for her. Good for her. All right, shall we bring it home, Gina Grad? Let's do it. I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news. God, I'm not really into anal, I guess. Gina, Gina Grad! That was the news with Gina Grad. All right, last but not least, we got 15 seconds for Hyundai Tucson. They've all, every inch has been reimagined, completely redesigned. New Tucson's SUV loaded with innovations inside and out, and uh, it is a really nice SUV. I've spent a lot of time around this truck. You can go to Hyundai.com. That's Hyundai.com. All right, I'm going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> We got uh, Ginger in the uh, PTA head from uh, Love Boat. It's good luck. I'm going to be in Raleigh, and that's going to be coming up July 16th, 17th. Good Nights Comedy Club in Minneapolis and Royal Oak, Michigan, Kansas City. Just go to AdamCarolla.com. You can see Dawson and Chris's band this Saturday, 7 p.m., South Bay Customs in El Segundo. Oh, I love that place. Yeah, it's very cool. So enjoy that. 
Uh, Peter, I don't know what we're plugging here. The tweet, shoot him a tweet at the Peter North and uh, say hi. And uh, Chassis, by the way, on Pluto TV, we've got a bunch of new shows there for free on Channel 687. So until next time, it's Adam Kroll for Peter North and Gina Grant and Bob Ryan. Say it. Mahalo. Dick Man and Throbin. Follow the Adam Carolla Show on Twitter at Adam Carolla Show. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Carolla. You can leave us a voicemail at 888-634-1744. Catch Gina Grad with Teresa Strasser on the podcast Easy Listening, Bob Ryan on the podcast The Film Vault, and a bunch of us other hose heads on the podcast The Water Cooler. Listen to all of them. And get your tickets to see the Ace Man. Get them now. Raleigh, North Carolina is going to go fast. Get your tickets at AdamCarolla.com. Another day, another unknown. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat. Whatever happens, Comcast Business will keep you ready with a network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Get started with a great offer from Comcast Business. And for a limited time, ask how to get a $650 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle when you buy online. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com to learn more. Prepaid card offer ends 9-21-21. Call or go online for details.